are you and what are you doing here? Hi, everybody. Hello, what are we waiting for? This is fantastic. Hello, hello, hello. This will only hurt for 22 minutes. It's very early. I may have to hurt you. Call me in five minutes. This is something that is treatable. This is something that is fixable. Hey, this is not a test. Oh, my God, it's early. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Hey, Tom, good morning to you. Or afternoon or evening or whatever it may be. <laughs> when you're listening or watching this uh, FPTV video podcast. It's uh, Thursday morning, January 20th, a little bit after 7 a.m., and uh, a lot has happened. Well, did we talk about that Saturday? Not sure if we did or not, but it snowed. Is it Saturday? You know, we got three three inches, not a lot, just dusting, but believe me, in this part of the world, that's enough to uh, wreak havoc. (laughs) So... It's been uh, one of those weeks. Been playing catch up, and uh, which kind of explains why uh, being a little late getting this podcast out this week. Matter of fact, plan on doing another one. At least that is the plan. Just a matter of when we can uh, get it done. But maybe Saturday morning uh, we'll post another one. <clears throat> Anyway, my name is Mike. I am your host. This is the Freight Broker TV podcast. If this is the first time you tuned in, well, welcome. You can uh, find the audio podcast using your favorite podcasting app. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart. Tons of them out there. The uh, If you're a Taltoa client... You can watch the entire video podcast, the podcast in video form in your insider area, the FBTV Insider. And if you are listening to the podcast and you want to watch the uh, topic, we will post the uh, video of the topic we're going to be talking about today on uh, YouTube. So that'll be coming up. Matter of fact, what is the topic? It's going to be interesting. We've talked about this before in previous podcasts, but uh, the topic is factoring, factoring companies. Should a broker factor their invoices? Should they not? If you have tuned in before, you know where I stand on that. Pretty much I am uh, anti-factoring, period. So, I mean, for a broker anyway. But there will be exceptions. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, <clears throat> we'll be talking about that a little bit more uh, as we get deeper into the uh, show today. I am the lead consultant at Taltoa. Matter of fact, Taltoa, T A L T O A dot com. If you are planning to. Uh, Start your own freight brokerage. Maybe you want to start out as a freight broker agent, which is what we always recommend to everyone. Check out Tautoa. We have several different packages. And something new this week that we've done for the freight broker package, we've got the freight broker package and the freight broker plus. <clears throat> now, either one 
is actually designed for someone planning on starting their own freight brokerage company in the next uh, three to six months. And each of those gives the client the opportunity to enter our mentorship program for a period of time. Uh, well, the freight broker package does, and now we've got the freight broker package plus. In the freight broker package, you can enter the mentorship program for up to six months. That's going to be followed by uh, 12 months of consulting. That's our standard consulting for freight brokers. And with the Freight Broker Plus, which is new this week, it's the same as Freight Broker, except the Plus, you can be in the mentorship program up to 12 months, followed by a 12-month consulting period. And it also includes our web design package. That alone is a $495 value. Web design package will include uh, your domain name, that's, uh, you know, yourdomain.com. A five-page web design. And it also includes your hosting for the first year. All right? So keep that in mind. And that's uh, uh, the price of the uh, package plus is $19.95. So you may want to check that out. Tatoa.com. T-A-L-T-O-A.com. All right, if you have any questions, you want to uh, make a comment, you want to send us a message, maybe you, you, know, you want to ask a question to be answered here on the uh, uh, FPTV podcast, feel free to. You can email your question, comment, or message to us at uh, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. There are contact forms on our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. And you also have the uh, ability to now Skype us your message or question or whatever it may be. Uh, Skype to just do a search FBTV on uh, your Skype app or account or whatever you're using with Skype, and you should be able to pull us pull us up. You'll see the uh, FBTV logo. All right, today, January 20th, it's Thursday. Today is Get to Know Your Customers Day. I'm surprised there is a day for that. You should be getting to know your customers every day. Cheese Lovers Day. And uh, in case you didn't know, it's also Penguin Awareness Day. Take your pick. To me, it's uh, drink coffee out of the big coffee mug day. <laughs> what else going on in the world? The fuel price is up after a few weeks of going down. They have rebounded. <laughs> Diesel's up to three seventy-two a gallon, up six point eight cents from last week. Gasoline three thirty a gallon, up one point one cents from last week. Spot rates from last week: van is uh, up two point seven percent, flatbed. Spot rates are up 1.3%. Refrigerated rates are up 1.8% this week from last week. Now, keep in mind, these are all spot rates. Uh, if you're not familiar with spot rate, spot rate is a rate, an average rate that a broker is paying a truck to move low from point A to point B for a specific type of equipment. That it's, it's what a broker is paying the truck. It's not what the 
customer is paying the broker. Obviously, the customer is going to be paying the broker more or the broker is not making any money. Now, as far as from last month, van rates are up 14 cents per mile, up to uh, 313. Flatbed up uh, 5 cents per mile at 312. Uh, reefer up 13 cents per mile at 360. So, there you have it. Be interesting to see how those do uh, next week. We are coming into the construction season. So, if you are a broker, you want to be thinking about that. Uh, a lot of construction material should be starting to move. Lawn and garden, spring material going to be moving too. So, if you are looking for customers, be uh, thinking about that, what you're prospecting for. Today's impossible question, the Yale University mascot is a bulldog. I didn't know that. Don't know much about Yale anyway. I'm a freight broker. <laughs> but anyway, Yale University mascot is a bulldog. What's his name? That is uh, today's impossible question. We will uh, answer that before the uh, the day's over. All right, what is going on? Well, Schneider plans to end their Canadian operations. That, that doesn't mean they're going to stop servicing Canada or sending trucks to Canada. It's just they're going to shut down their uh, yard up there. Uh, according to uh, Kara Lederman, company spokesperson for Schneider, she said that Despite the dedication and best efforts over many years, Canadian-based operations do not fit within Schneider's long-term strategic focus. The decision was difficult. The change will affect 150 Canadian-based associates and drivers. Schneider is working with associates during the transition. Schneider's uh, based in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And what they're shutting down and selling off is their 39-acre facility in Ontario, about 55 miles west of Toronto. Lederman had no specific timetable for that sale, but said that Schneider expects to cease Canadian-based operations by the end of March. And again, uh, this got blown out of proportion a little bit. I've noticed that uh, <gasps> Schneider's going to quit servicing Canada. No, this, they're just shutting down their operation. At least that's the way I understand it to be. Somebody else knows something else. You can let me know. Expect very lengthy delays uh, if you are on Interstate 35 south of Oklahoma City, going toward Dallas, all the way through July. Construction season is starting early this year. Oklahoma transportation officials are warning drivers that construction uh, is going to cause backups, a lot of delays, all the way through uh, July. If they get it done in July, and we know how that goes. Uh, construction on I-35 south of Oklahoma City started on Monday, this past Monday, down to one lane in each direction between Thackerville and Marietta. That's down close to the Texas border on I-35. Between Oklahoma City and uh, DFW, obviously. Drivers can expect lengthy delays and traffic backups. So, if you want to find an alternate better route, it might be a pretty good idea. It's going to be slow go. All right, let's uh, talk about the, uh, well, this is going into effect Saturday. <clears throat> talked about it last week. 
the uh, cross-border vaccine mandate. There are a lot of concerns over the supply chain between Canada and the U.S. Canada's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for cross-border truckers went into effect over the weekend. And the United States plans to implement a similar, similar mandate starting this Saturday, the 22nd. Each country's rule prevents unvaccinated or partially vaccinated foreign national truckers from crossing the border. Both rules have been criticized because they could create more supply chain disruptions like we haven't had enough already. Bloomberg reported this week that Canada's rule already has led to a surge in produce prices. George, and I can't pronounce his last name, Pisculius, if I, I, I know I butchered it, but uh, anyway, he's president of the Montreal-based distributor Canada Wide Fruits. He told Bloomberg that the uh, cost of transporting produce out of California and Arizona to Canada jumped 25%, in addition to a recent Wall Street Journal article stated that two-way trade in merchandise goods between the United States and Canada Total more than $600 billion in 2019. It's estimated that about 80% of those goods moved on trucks. These rules can lead to a significant reduction in truckers willing to cross each other's border, each country's border. The American Trucking Association, the ATA, estimates that about half of truck drivers have not received the COVID-19 vaccine. According to an uh, OIDA, OIDA foundation survey from April 21, about 75% of OIDA's members who responded say they didn't plan to uh, get the jab. Canadian rules uh, now require American truck drivers to be fully vaccinated before crossing into Canada, as also includes requirements for Canadian truckers. Uh, you'll, you, you, <laughs> you're going to be fully, you're going to be considered fully vaccinated if you, uh, two weeks after your dose of an accepted single dose of COVID-19 vaccine, two weeks after your second dose of an accepted two-dose series, Jesus reads like a comic book, two weeks after you receive the full series of accepted COVID-19, not placebo, in a clinical trial, Two weeks after you receive the full series of Novavax COVID-19 vaccine, not placebo, in a phase three clinical trial. Two weeks after you receive two doses of any mix and match combination of accepted COVID-19 vaccines administered at least 17 days apart. It's goofy, man. Is I know we're all ready for this COVID thing to be over. I've got clients that have been out. You know, we uh, took that week off doing any training between uh, Christmas and New Year's usually that first week back after the New Year we're swamped you know playing catch-up and yeah we were we had it scheduled you know like normal but I would say probably 90% of our clients had to reschedule that week because uh, COVID and they, I'm, I'm happy to report now they're all back, but uh, still, that was a pretty wild week. We were sitting around kind of twiddling our thumbs, waiting, 
but anyway, hey, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. George Burns, DeForest Kelly, and Buzz Aldrin, all born on this day. DeForest Kelly, Dr. McCoy from Star Trek. Uh, today in history, I don't know how they know this, but the uh, according to history, on this date back in 1892, the first basketball game was played. 1945, uh, President Franklin D. Roosevelt is sworn into office for an unprecedented fourth term. This is Inauguration Day. You know, a lot of presidents, but uh, FDR here, fourth time. Remember this day, if you were around in 1981, the hostage crisis came to an end when Ronald Reagan was sworn in as president. They were held for just 444 days. Yeah, I have a lot to say, but I was I was around back then. I was in my early 20s, and I remember it well. Who was it? Dan Rather, Rock Cronkite, or whoever was on the news. Day 127. Day 128. You know. This date back in 2004, Martha Stewart's stock trading trial formally began in New York. She served five months in prison for lying about a stock sale. Nuts, man. I don't think that deserves prison time. Hefty fine, maybe, but anyway. If you are a fan of the TV show Bull, this is it. No more after this season. Michael Weatherly? Weatherby? The guy, the actor who plays Bull, he played, played uh, Denozo in CSI. He quit. To pursue other interests, which brings up the question, is he going back to CSI now that Gibbs is gone? <laughs> you know, I'm kind of binge-watching the CSI right now, going back to uh, start at season one. Uh, COVID test. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, you can order your COVID test get a free one. By going to covidtest.gov, if that's really what you want to do, whenever it says .gov, it's going to be a government website. Now, President Biden is promising to make 400 million N95 masks available for free. They're supposed to arrive in tens of thousands of pharmacies beginning next week. But if you want to order one, I guess you can go to covidtest.gov. I have my suspicions about that. You know, as soon as you order it, I wonder how long it's going to be before somebody comes knocking at your door wanting results. Probably not. The N95 mask, I wonder, I wonder where they were made. China? Wouldn't surprise me. Disney fans in Florida waited in line up to six hours. I'm not. I, I don't have the patience to wait in line for six hours. I, I can never understand Black Friday. You know, people camping out a day or two before Black Friday in line so they can be the first one in the store to get the uh, $500 TV for 200 bucks. Just no, nah, just never, never did anything for me. But anyway. 
Disney fans in Florida waited in line up to six hours so that they could buy a limited edition popcorn bucket. Made to look like Figment, the mascot of the Imagination Pavilion at the Epcot theme park at Walt Disney World Resort. And here, I mean, these last couple of things, it's like, uh, what have we come to? Where where are we? (laughs) Where are we? Where are we? A 120-year-old home in San Francisco with no bedroom, one bathroom, basically a tear-down home, has sold for $1.97 million. Yeah, I'm sure they, you know, they're buying it for the property, but still, that's kind of nuts. All right, let's get to the topic. The topic of this week's podcast is factoring companies. Now, for those of you watching on YouTube, my name is Mike. I am the host of the FBTV podcast. You're invited to... uh, Subscribe to our podcast. You can do that on your favorite podcasting app. Just look for FBTV on your favorite app that you use and uh, follow us. Give us a thumbs up. Matter of fact, if you are watching this video, it would be quite helpful Helpful if you subscribed, gave us a thumbs up, all that fun stuff, gave us a like, rang the bell. That uh, helps us uh, grow our YouTube channel as well. But the topic for today is going to be factoring companies. I've talked about factoring companies before, but this week I had an opportunity to talk to an individual that uh, worked for a factoring company. Not going to name any names or anything like that. And I was uh, actually talking to the factoring company for a client. All right. Looking it over on their website, it looked really, i got to say, I, I, was, I was sort of impressed. I thought, well, maybe a factoring, this factoring company, maybe they, they, they've got it figured out. I mean, they had advances, they helped your credit, they, you know, because any broker, you're fighting that uphill battle with credit. But uh, I talked to the guy. And he was a real friendly sort, gave me a lot of information, but uh, the fees were going to be 3%, 3% of gross invoice. So if you had a, uh, it was $3 out of every $100 was going to be your fee. There was a 2% escrow or hold back, so... When you've got your money, they they would advance you the invoice the, the overnight or the next day, the way I understood. It would be direct deposited into your account. account. But your initial deposit would have been uh, 95%. 3% was going to be the fee. 2% was held back for escrow or whatever you want to call it reserve money that you would uh, get when the customer actually paid the factoring company they deposit the rest that other two percent into your account okay not so bad okay 
one question when you're dealing with a factoring company you want to ask do they is it recourse or non-recourse recourse means that if your customer does not pay the factoring company the factoring company has recourse on you to pay the whole freight bill non-recourse just the opposite you know they're taking the uh, they're taking the hit themselves now this factoring company I was talking to was recourse if my company or if my customer didn't pay within I think it was a 90-day period the factoring company was coming to me they were going to come to me for that money and that that's always been a problem with me I, because I've always told broker agents whenever I've consulted broker agents any company when you do a broker agent agreement if the brokerage comes back on the agent for the full payment of an unpaid invoice because the customer didn't pay for whatever reason I always thought that was wrong yeah you come back to me for the what the money I made but you're the one that approved the credit not me you're the one that said, yeah, I, I can use that customer. You're the one that said, yeah, we'll accept their credit risk, not me. But hey, we're a partner in this deal, I understand. If the customer doesn't pay, you get my commission back. But I'm not going to be responsible for the full invoice. <clears throat> well, with this factoring company I was talking to, that's the way it was going to be. I was going to be responsible for the full invoice. Well... Isn't that a conflict? Uh, the factoring company is approving the credit for that customer. Well, if the customer doesn't pay, the factoring company is coming back on me. Okay, uh, hey, I get it. You get your 3% uh, back. That I get. All right? We're partners in that deal, but... The broker being responsible for 100% of the freight bill when you're the one that approved that customer to begin with? You approved the credit? No, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't get that. So you want to be careful when you're dealing with the factoring company. Now, as I talk to this individual, <laughs> the factoring company, he told me that the factoring company actually had receivables insurance. Or I may be calling it wrong, but that's pretty much what it was. So they had insurance for non-payment. You know, if the uh, customer didn't pay, they had insurance. So I kind of cornered him, and I wish I would have had it recorded, but uh, I said, now, wait a minute. You have recourse on me if the customer doesn't pay, then I have to pay you back for the, you know, the, the full invoice. But you have insurance against that, so you're kind of, double dipping he had no answer you want to check this stuff out when you're dealing with the factoring company check it out now all in all when it came right down to it uh it wasn't a bad thing the factoring company thing wasn't that bad if you were a broker one broker it was you you, know, you were a one-man operation you didn't have other brokers out there in the field wasn't really that bad of a deal you broker a load, uh, approved customer, you get your money tomorrow. You know, you're making money pretty quick. As long as the customer paid. Now, with that said, most customers will pay. Uh, they may be slow pay, 
but generally they'll pay. And the uh, the reason is is simply because if the customer doesn't pay, well, they're going to have a hard time getting a truck. See what I mean? Nobody's going to want to move their freight if they got a reputation of not paying. But if you planning on having a brokerage and outside agents, do the math. You know you're going to find you're not you're you're really not going to be making a lot of money if you're paying an agent sixty percent of net. Okay, you know, the minimum net that you'd ever want to do on a load is going to be 10%. 60% of that 10% is going to the agent. The other, you know, you got uh, 3%, 5% actually coming off the top. You're going to get enough money to pay the truck, pay the agent, maybe, depending on the net. And when I was doing my math, a lot of times I was actually, I'd be making money when the uh, customer paid, but until the customer paid, it was costing me money because I was having to pay the agent more than what I actually received from the factoring company after uh, the advance payment. So do your homework. Always do your homework. You know, before you agree to a factoring company, what they're offering, read the fine print. Read it. Read it all. The other thing, too, you want to check out is uh, how soon... Can you start direct invoicing the customers that you have previously factored? Well, with this company I was talking to, uh, the fellow said it was after their final invoice was paid, after there was no balance on the books from that customer. So if your customer is paying, you know, in 30 days, that means you cannot move a load for that customer for 30 days because you can't put anything on the book. Or uh, you can... Put it on the books, but you can't invoice them for 30 days until every, the, the account's clear with the uh, with the factoring company. You know, two, three, four weeks, that's a lifetime when it comes to working with the customer. You know, you, you're the freight that you were moving on a regular basis, somebody else is going to be moving that by the time you're able to get back and start direct billing that customer. So check it out. Be very, very careful. All right, food stuff. What's going on in food this week? Oscar Mayer has started selling bologna facial masks on Amazon. <laughs> it's uh, it's a mask that looks like you have a piece of bologna on your face. They say while it looks weird, it's supposed to be uh, be good at cleaning your skin. Orange juice prices, OJ's going up. Thanks to the uh, smallest orange crop in the U.S. since World War II. Love at White Castle has been canceled again. Have you ate at White Castle? You ever had a White Castle? Man, I used to love White Castle. And uh, they have Love at White Castle. Normally, uh, White Castle offers lovers a chance to come in and enjoy a dollar burger and fries, but not this year again due to COVID-19. Uh, what else is going on? Let's see. Uh, hey, if you are uh, with KLLM, Clem Trucking, or if you are planning on getting your CDL, Clem, KLLM, you may want to take a look at it. They are, uh, they've just announced they're going to be really upping their pay about 33% across the board. Owner-operators, company drivers. 
even the uh, new drivers coming on. Uh, even going to be paying earned timed off uh, for OTR company drivers. So that drivers who have earned home time will now be paid for their days off. And I get that. You know, that's something that's pretty cool. You know, you earn your days off. Uh, so you can get paid for your days off. I don't know how they're going to do that. I, I know when I was driving, it was kind of general rule in most companies. Uh, every week out, you earn one day off. Wasn't paid, though, but you got that one day off. So Now, this is kind of funny to me. <laughs> We're talking about these electric trucks. Volvo reports longer range with uh, VNR electric Class 8 trucks. You know, the autonomous trucks, the class, uh, the electric vehicles and things like that, they'll have a place, but I don't ever expect it to be out there. Don't, don't, don't think you're going to lose your job. Or the electric trucks, uh, you know, well anyway, Volvo has extended the range of their electric class 8, and they've re reduced the time for charging, the battery. Uh, the new heavy-duty truck, with a gross weight rating of 15 tons, for those of you doing the math, 30,000 pounds, so, you know, how much does the truck weigh, minus that from the 15 tons, or the 30,000 pounds, and that's, then you put a trailer on the back of it, and you subtract that from the 30,000 pounds, you, you're, it looks like you're going to be pretty much uh, <laughs> pulling lightweight LTL loads. But anyway, it has an operating range of 275 miles. That uh, exceeds the operating range of the first generation, which was 150 miles. Now let's talk about charge times. 80% charge in an hour and a half. Fill her up. Okay, come back in an hour and a half. You think fuel islands are backed up now. <laughs> That's for the six battery package. If you've got the four battery version, 60 minutes. But I'm sure if the four battery version is going to be a lot less than 275 miles. I think we're too smart for our own good, don't you? Right, it's that time of the year. The truck shows are starting to pop back up on the uh, radar. Got a whole list of them. I'll just read the ones coming up for March. Got the uh, Work Truck Week. That's going to be in uh, Indianapolis, March 8th through the 11th. Uh, truck Low Carriers Association Annual Convention going to be out in Las Vegas, 19th through the 22nd of March. And the biggie, the Mid-American Trucking Show up in Louisville, that's the biggie. It's going to be happening, uh, it's scheduled now for March 24th through 26th. Keep in mind that all that can change, depending on what happens with COVID. Did you watch the president yesterday? Two-hour press conference, first one in a long time. No comment. You, you can watch the video. Anyway. All right, I think that about wraps up everything for today. The uh, impossible question, the Yale University mascot is a bulldog. What is his name? If you said Handsome Dan, <laughs> you got it. 
I'm a Dabberdan man, remember? Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Dabberdan? Handsome Dan. All right, go have a uh, good Thursday. What's left of it? Well, you got a whole day. It's only uh, what, going on 8 o'clock in the morning here in Arkansas. Cold day, 20, 20 degrees. It's not going to get much warmer today either, apparently. Let's say it's going to be doing yeah, up to 33 for high today. But we're going to be in the 50s by Sunday. If you don't like the weather in Arkansas, hang out. It'll change. Give it a couple of minutes. All right. Hey, go have a, uh, a great Thursday. Uh, probably talk to you around Saturday. Uh, don't forget to subscribe uh, to the uh, audio podcast. Check out our YouTube channel as well. Uh, have a great day, unless, of course, you made other plans. Mm-hmm.